Welcome to Point of Rentals, The Front Porch, a time to sit back, relax, maybe eat some cheesy crackers, drink some coffee, and get to know the pointers around you a little bit better. I'm Lauren Jewell, and let's get started. Welcome to The Front Porch with Lauren Jewell. Our first guests are nothing less than extraordinary. We have Mr. Sean Sebastian and his lovely bride, Sarah Giot. Sean, Sarah, it's good to have y'all here. I'm so impressed you pronounced my name correctly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. That's I, amazing. Um, I yeah, had to. I did some research, mostly by asking you, but <laughs> it happened. <laughs> you, I, so when I graduated high school, um, the announcer was so intent on pronouncing my last name correctly that he got super nervous and pronounced all three of my names incorrectly. I ended up as Sierra Janine Guillote. It was great. Oh, it was no. great. <laughs> it was filmed. We paid money for that. <laughs> it was awesome. That's so wonderful. Um, so why don't you all start by giving just like a 30-second bio of who you are. So where you're from, how you came to Point of Rental, uh, what your role is here, how long you've been here, that sort of stuff. Yeah, uh, so I am Sean Sebastian. Uh, I started my life in California. Stayed there only briefly, just a couple years. It was like, hey, I'm ready to get out. Let's go. I'm ready to be a cowboy. And so told my family, let's go to Texas at two years old. They were like, okay, let's do it. So we came to Texas. Um, and that's where I've been for the rest of my life. Yeah, so... Mm -hmm. What were the other questions? <laughs> there was a lot in there. You're good. In fourth grade. No. <laughs> no um, so what's your role here at Point of Rental and how long have you been here for? Oh, okay. I'm in the sales department. I've been here for about a year and a half. And uh, yeah, before I was in, I was working in finance. I was working at a bank. Um, so kind of consultative sales uh, aspect. And I loved that part of, of the process and sales, but I didn't like that it was just kind of the same thing over and over again, you know? So like, right. one, like, is once you learn that, you just, you have it. And then those things don't change because they're law. And so mm. it's like, okay, well, I got it. So now what? So uh, I decided to, that a change in industry would make, was, I was really excited about. So um, I sat Sarah down one day and I was like, hey, I got this confession. I'm a huge nerd and I love software and I think it's like the best thing ever and I've been trying to fight it forever and she's like I've known this the whole time so uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so I uh, decided so to come work for a software company. That's wonderful. Yeah. Sarah how about you? Um, so I grew up in Texas originally southeast Texas um, River Delta came up to the Metroplex Dallas Fort Worth area when I was gosh about six years old I think so I've been here long enough to basically be a native I'm just absolutely in love with, you know, just the city of Fort Worth and the culture here. Uh, worked in finance as well, but more on sort of the portfolio management side um, into nonprofit portfolio management into legal finance. Uh, so I was the financial director of a real estate commercial law firm before coming to Point of Rental Software. Um, but the thing about working in finance is once you work in finance, you can kind of always find a job hmm. in finance. So the ability to come and sort of stretch myself into doing something new has been really interesting. Um, so as far as what I do here, um, I've been able to to work a lot on just sort of the user experience side of things, like get to stretch those customer service muscles and kind of find processes that could use adjustments so that, you know, the, the software works for our clients, but our processes also work internally 
and for our clients externally as well. So it's been a fun journey. Mm -hmm. That's great. Um, one more question I forgot to ask y'all, a mm. very important question. Are you a Cheez-It, an animal cracker, or a goldfish? Oh, wow. I would say Cheez-Its almost 100% of the time because animal crackers will trump, but only when they're the right kind of animal crackers. <laughs> like there's the ones with like the little bit of a lemon flavor, um, but there's like no bigger nightmare for me than when the good animal crackers are mixed with the bad animal crackers. Mm, yeah. It's just mm, like, like, the, like when they're stale or just like a different brand? Like if, if the two brands are two types, like the bad animal crackers are in the same jar as the good animal mm. crackers, it ruins the whole experience for me. Yeah, there can be no mixture there. Can't handle it. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Uh, mine is animal crackers all the way, good and bad. I'll just take them all. Because he doesn't love himself enough. That's true. It's something I'm, I'm working on in my personality. It's like, you deserve this. <laughs> wow. Okay, well, on that note, um, let's let's go back to the beginning. How did y'all two meet? Hmm. I love that story. We, we actually met at a wedding. Um, a mutual friend and I had been dating somebody else at the time but the boyfriend and I had had like this huge fight and I was flexing my independence so it's like you stay home I'm gonna go and I called my buddy to drive because I didn't drive so my buddy drove me to the wedding but he ended up being in the wedding party so I had to like sit by myself <laughs> mm -hmm. and then she came up to me and she's like hey my shoes match your shirt and I was like holy crap they do hello gorgeous and so we started talking and then I went to go at her as a friend on Facebook, and then I was destroyed as I saw she was in a relationship. And I was, I, I was, yeah, I was destroyed. <laughs> I don't run. I ran six miles that night just out of pure frustration and rage. I was like, no. And he brings it up all the time. Because I'm proud of running six miles. <laughs> forced me to exercise. <laughs> exercise. Exactly. So yeah. he, we were both in college at the time, in different schools. He was taking a C-plus oh, yeah. programming course. Oh, yeah. And I was taking a HTML coding course. Oh, and I was oh, like, this, HTML, CSS, this will like translate. Absolutely. So I was like, yeah, I'm definitely also taking that class that you're taking. We should mm -hmm. definitely absolutely study together. And I had to go buy textbooks for classes I wasn't even enrolled in to perpetuate <laughs> <laughs> Um. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, I made a B plus in the class. So yeah. I think I dropped yeah. out that Did semester. Did you drop out? Really? Oh, okay. Dropped that class. Wow. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, we started getting lunch and mm -hmm. studying together, and you know, it took me a couple of months to break up with the other guy, and the rest was history. We uh, <laughs> we went on our first date. Christmas Eve, he, I went to Christmas Eve dinner with his family, and then he came to Midnight Mass with my family, and so that was, you know, that's oh, yeah. that's a pretty strong level full of commitment. Full-on commitment. <laughs> I knew, I knew this was it. Yeah. And um, mm -hmm. and I, I didn't tell my parents we were dating, so he came to my mom's Super Bowl party in February. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then, um, so we, neither of us were working the next day, so we decided to go on a little impromptu road trip. And then he, he proposed on the way back. So I had to tell my mom, like, hey, you know that guy that you've met twice? Well, we're going to get married. By the way. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we've been married almost eight years. So. Mm -hmm. Wow. So you proposed just a few months after you started dating? 
Pretty much. Like From weeks, December yeah. to <laughs> February? Yeah. Way to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not sure that I'd recommend it, but it works for Yeah, I recommend it for all. I, for me, I just, I just knew. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, she reciprocated, thankfully. <laughs> and now, uh, like, seven and a half years later now. Yeah. So we're going to celebrate eight years together this November. Wow. And we got a five-year-old little genius girl. And, uh, yeah. That's great. So if he convinced you, just not knowing him for very long, to marry him, how did you convince her to join you at Point of Rental? Oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> did, I don't know. I guess I, I don't feel like I am the one who convinced you. I was kind of looking for an industry change, and I don't mean – this isn't going to sound good anyway that I say it, but it's just um, – I feel like I'd kind of fulfilled what I could do at the stage I was in at the law firm. Um, like there wasn't a whole lot of room for growth there. And, you know, just kind of had learned what I needed to learn. Like I got my paralegal and I could see myself being like just very comfortable sort of in that role for a really long time. And um, it's never really been something I'm interested in, you know, is necessarily like the comfort. Um, so to be able to to come be a part of something that's growing and maybe find a way to feed my own ego by being a, a catalyst of change of some sort or something stupid, you know, I think I think it was just kind of that hero complex in both of us that allowed us to be really enthusiastic about joining what was going on here. Yeah, yeah, jumping on on board with something that's growing, something that's that's changing. I mean. Uh, Point of Rental has grown astronomically the last few years. And just to be able to be a part of that story that's happening right now that all of us are a part of, it's, mm. you know, been our, not our part is a small part, but it's, it's still a part that, that we, we still get to be a part of that. Yeah. So what is, what is something that you see at Point of Rental that you are excited um, to be a part of, if that makes sense? I think just sort of the, the chance to be an architect for the experience that you want to have. I mean, there's, it's, it's really interesting, you know, like being a part of a company that's grown 300% over the last three years. Mm. Um, and it's like academically as a case study, you know, it, it's, it's very exciting just to see how things are handled, you know, and, and kind of get that firsthand experience. But also it's, it's, not having to be in a position where you're having to fight for significance and fight for the respect and authority that you deserve because of your age or your lack of perceived experience. It's, it's amazing how, you know, there are so many similar backgrounds here, but everybody's got such a different experience. You know, it's, yeah. it's very evident here that everybody that's a part of the team has something incredibly valuable to bring to the table. And then to be able to invite people into that, you know, or, or to be a part of that, you know, is, is really awesome. Also, cheese it's in the break room. It steps bomb. Really? Yeah. <laughs> like, Seal the deal for me. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I have to ask, did you, did you know, could you tell just by looking at the animal crackers were mixed, the good and the bad? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> you could tell Because the bad ones are the hollow ones and they've got the holes in it and the good ones look like they're like the texture of vanilla wafers. The discerning know. eye knows the difference. Yeah. yeah, which which ones do we have in there right now? Right now we have the bad ones. We do. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll we, talk on getting those fixed. Can we pause the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> we, 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 have a, we have a point of rental emergency. <laughs> Fantastic. 
Want to help us change the world? Point the Way is Point of Rentals' employee-led community giving program. We provide volunteer opportunities as a team to help improve our communities throughout the world. If you're a pointer, you can find out more about how we're helping this quarter, suggest ideas for the future, and connect with us on our internal Point the Way workplace page. If you're not, you can still see what we're doing by following us on social media. We're in the business of making better lives. So now the word on the third floor is oh. that y'all are leaving the U.S. office to go to uh, Little Birdie. Um, <laughs> named everyone in the it's, office. It's because Brian kept trying to be friends with us and we were just deeply uncomfortable with all of that. <laughs> well, yeah, we're learning how to grow in adult relationships. By uh, leaving the country. Yeah. By leaving the country. Oh. That's what you do. Yeah. That's healthy. Yeah, that's, that's what my therapist says. Um, but yeah, that's that's a pretty big life change. So how did that discussion go? Oh, uh, very quickly, I feel. Um, like the opportunity uh, came up and I, I remember talking to, we had like maybe one conversation about it and it just, it felt right. And we knew that this was, was the move for us for where we're at. Oh, because we, we live in downtown Fort Worth right now. Mm-hmm. And so we're renting an apartment. So we don't have to sell a house. Um, we're just like, oh, the, the houses are so small. I'm like, no, we live downtown. No, you don't understand. <laughs> like, oh, the cost of living is so high. I'm like, no, we live downtown. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, even checking out online, like the um, the differences in living costs are about the same. So okay. it's like, yeah. So an opportunity for uh, our daughter to, to, to have that experience growing up at um, – such a foundational age mm-hmm. and being able to uh, face that kind of difficulty together as a family, like where it's kind of controlled, you know, mm-hmm. um, I know that's going to serve her well mm-hmm. and, and, and serve our, um, that's going to help our family grow even more as we, as we take on the adventure. And we both come from families that are, you know, just second and third generation American. Um, so just to kind of have that experience of being able to, get back to our roots. I mean, obviously, you know, we'll be in the UK, not in France or Portugal, um, where our families are from, respectively. But like being that much closer to to show our daughter, you know, like, hey, this is what you come from. And these are the things that built you is just an opportunity that we really couldn't pass up. Yeah. Yeah. Give her an opportunity to develop in ways that she wouldn't have that if she stayed downtown Fort Worth absolutely. her whole life. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And, and Fort Worth's amazing. You know, yeah. and the culture there we is awesome and the community is, is awesome. And there's a lot of opportunity there, but we can always come back, you know. Mm. We, we had moved from North Richland Hills. Not, nothing wrong with North Richland Hills. Uh, to, to we'll just Fort say Worth. a suburb. We moved we, from, we, a from, suburb. from a suburb. From a suburb. And to downtown Fort Worth, and I, I remember the first time we went grocery shopping, and people were just like randomly waving at us, like strangers, was like friend, like friendly waving, you know, just like, and like with our daughter there too, and it's like this is like like from the 1950s or 1960s, <laughs> like what is this? this? Doesn't happen in real life. Yeah, this doesn't happen in real life, but yeah. So I mean, we've been downtown Fort Worth for about two years. Yeah, it feels and like longer. Feels way longer. Yeah, but uh, being a part of uh, that community was is huge. It's huge for us. So what will y'all be doing over in the UK for Point of Rental? We have the opportunity to kind of spearhead the elite essentials and expert platforms over there in a way that's not really been explored yet fully to, you know, its full potential. Um, 
and it's it's been really interesting, like having getting to work on the more technical side and the support side and just kind of like the actual usage of the product and Sean getting to work on the the sales and demonstration sort of like solutions building. Um, I feel like it gives us a really good wide experience with the platforms and um, I don't know, just the opportunity to to be the people that build the foundation for that over there is, is a huge, huge opportunity. So I guess my natural follow-up question to that is, have you found a castle to live in yet? <laughs> <laughs> yes, my oldest brother has a 400 square foot flat in Paris. So we're going to be taking the two-hour train commute from the 15th arrondissement to the office in Reading. Every day it's going to be bomb. So practical and cost-effective. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. cost <laughs> Pretty sure that's, yeah, it's subsidized. Have you talked to Brad yet? I have not <laughs> talked to Brad. Oh, okay. It's fine. He'll be fine. But it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Um, so I know that you just went and visited the UK office recently. Yes. Have you made your way over there yet? I've Is never Sarah? left the country. So I'm just jumping in. Okay. I'm, I'm leaving once to not return for five years. <laughs> yeah, both feeds, you know. Very yeah. cool. So you, you pretty much talked up Europe to her then if, if you've traveled over there? Um, I don't, I mean, you already sold before I even went because I went uh, right after Obama. Right. So it was like the end of April. So I think the wheels were already turning at that point. Yeah. Really so what it was, it was is my friends from high school were starting to get really cool jobs. So I just wanted to one up them by being like, Oh, I'm moving to <laughs> England. <Take that. laughs> no, I mean it's it's kinda of what we, we had mentioned earlier, you know, just that, that opportunity that opens up a whole new aspect, a new world. And getting the chance to work and, and see the U UK team was uh, just such a it was so much fun. Like they're such a good team and um, I, I know we're going to work together really well, mm -hmm. just even from the limited time I was there. There's sort of a pre-built community with the, the family that Point of Rental is in that office, yeah. and, and being able to experience that even remotely has been really cool. Um, but we we try to live by the belief that the world is going to be as small as you make it, hmm. you know? Yeah. And uh, I'd rather make it smaller if I can. Yeah. <laughs> so how are friends and family reacting to this news? Well, we had to remove all of the oh, knives yeah. from my mom's vicinity. Before She's not we joking. Told that actually happened. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Just kidding. Well, no, that did happen. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> but your mom is not a violent it, person. No. No. You, no. Okay. You just, there are certain <laughs> things you learn when you grow up in a Cajun family. <laughs> certain things you don't bring up. Yeah. Or moving intercontinentally. Um, yeah. So my little brother uh, joined the Marine Corps and moved to San Diego and broke my mother's heart. But he just mm -hmm. paved the way, like just made everything so much easier for us. We're like, hey, mom. Mom, you know how it didn't suck to go visit Brandon in California? Well, guess what? <laughs> you now get to visit us in England. In exactly. England. Yeah. <laughs> Do they call it England over there? Is that, is that? Yes, that is the thing. That is the thing. Okay. Can confirm. <laughs> <laughs> our, our local I can tell by guys. I can tell by Andrew Confirming. nodding his head. <laughs> <laughs> It's been an interesting What's, mixed bag. People are like, oh, you're going to hate the food. I'm like, well, I hate the food here. Or, you know, like, uh, it's, it's interesting. Or there are people which food give do us, you hate here? I mean, I, don't, I just don't like Tex-Mex, and I'm probably going to get... Uh, you don't like bad Tex-Mex. But it's like, I'm stoked on Indian food, man. I'm here for that. Like, let's go get some 2 a.m. kebabs. Um, I'm sure there's more to the culture than that. That's, that was probably offensive. But the first thing when we get off the flight, 
I'm gonna need some curry okay. things. Um, <laughs> it's, so it's 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 just like anything, right? Like it's just like starting a new job or having a kid or getting married. You know, everybody's gonna try to give you advice, and a lot of it's gonna be advice that's not even pertinent to your situation. Like, okay, Sandra, mm-hmm. I know that you've lived in you know Colleyville for your entire life, but yes, please give me advice on mm-hmm. moving my family. Or you know, the people who are, who are genuinely really helpful. Also, like you you, you when you sort of make this known as a thing that you're doing you know yeah. it's it's interesting the way that your community changes um just like any major life changes you know mm-hmm. it, you, the the people that surround you or the people that you need surrounding you to sort of support you and and make this decision it's been it's been really interesting yeah sounds like you'll have a pretty healthy mix of fear and excitement for this move we just Push that right on down. Just <laughs> muscle past which, all the way. Which one? The, the fear? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 Try to push down all emotions, really. <laughs> How are you feeling about it? Neutral. Neutral. <laughs> hmm, I don't know if that's the healthiest. Probably not the healthiest. <laughs> but as, as you've seen so far. Yeah. yeah. It sounds like you'll have a good community around you, though, that will support you and help you make the world smaller um, as you're wanting it to. And just being intentional to connect them via the interwebs. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of amazing. We can just like FaceTime and still connect with people like long distance. Um, it's a lot easier now to maintain those connections mm-hmm. um, as opposed to like my, my grandfather, my mom's dad, he moved his wife and three kids to Costa Rica in the forties. And so they like drove a car when they said goodbye, it was like, we're probably never going to see you again, oh, you know? And so and that's, and that wasn't really that long ago. Right. Right. It was like 70 years. It's math. Like, that, yeah. Not, not math. <laughs> <laughs> like it's, it's not that long ago. So the chance to, to do that. And then it's only like, it's, I say only, but it's a, it's a 10 hour flight there. Right. Right. And mm-hmm. some of the flights that I saw online were actually cheaper to go to England than it was to go to Los Angeles. So I was like, you know, maybe it's not as big a deal as as you know as as I made it initially in in, in my head. Mm. So it's um, yeah, it's kind of like driving a stick shift, like a manual car. Like the first time, it's really awkward, and you're like not really sure what you're doing. But eventually, you get the muscle memory, and you get you get used to it. And there's going to be some growing pains. Thankfully, our um, our resident uh, <laughs> Andrew Sherrington has helped us with uh, some of the cultural stuff and how to avoid offending people, uh, which is very important to us. <laughs> so we don't start off on a bad foot. Right. Um, you know, got to represent America well. It's mm. a lot of responsibility. It's a lot of responsibility. <laughs> so if you've been working with Andrew, can we hear your British accents? No. <laughs> Andrew... Andrew uh, Andrew said that my British accent was a hate crime, or at least he alluded to it. <laughs> so I, 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 uh, I don't know if I can do okay. mine. Yeah. Okay. I, I was in Hamlet a couple of years ago, and of course we all did accents for that, but I feel like it would be just like just wander all over the entirety of the British Isles. <laughs> and I'd forget the words, so I feel like maybe we shouldn't put that down for posterity, but you can come find me, and I'll do it for you in person oh okay, there you go. <laughs> very nice yeah. are you gonna do the you did you were larities right uh, yeah yeah but, uh, where are you gonna do hamlet's part or i mean i was the under yeah it's <laughs> either either way <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you were awesome as larities 
Like, uh, there, there's a scene where, like, Laertes' dad, uh, sorry, spoilers, dad just died, and <laughs> and, and uh, Laertes come, comes up and is like, where is he? Like, asking for Hamlet. And, like, I got scared in the audience. I was like, oh, that's my wife. I, I went full Batman. It was great. Yeah, like Christian Bale. <laughs> it was so awesome. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was cool. So will your daughter develop a British accent then if she's so young? Oh, she already has because she grew up on Peppa Pig. So we went to Red Hot Blue when she was three years old. And she's like, Mom, can I please have some tomatoes? And I'm like, you're a redneck descended from a long line of rednecks. And we say tomatoes. <laughs> tomatoes, darling. Is that, that's whatever she called because their logo is the pig, right? Mm -hmm. Did she call the pig Peppa? I don't think so. I know. Okay, I might, might have made that There's some up. stylistic differences between the Red Hot and Blue yeah, logo true. and... The pink. That's, 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 <laughs> that's fair. Just light. Five important questions. Five important, Five questions. important questions. Five important questions. Um, so I have a list of questions here that I'm told to ask all of my guests. So is it all right if we get started and just going through that list? Let's do it. All is right. this going to be like a lightning round? Like, um, it, it, as much as you want to, this first question may not be something that you can answer very quickly. Um, but what would you say is your greatest success in your life? Sorting the animal crackers. <laughs> oh, in my life? In your life. In my entire life. Yes. Oh, Starting wow. in California. <laughs> till sitting <laughs> my, my in the seat years. drinking some green tea. The greatest success in my life. I feel like my mom's probably going to listen to this. I'm trying to decide how political to be here. You're just going to be like Bagloop. <laughs> I was successful in these other things, and I was less successful. <laughs> I was successful in not being successful, which is a success. The Wow. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's like failing at all the Guinness World, Record, World Guinness Book of World Records, and then that being the reason you're in the Guinness Book of World Records. Oh, right? Like you've tried everything in the book, and yeah, you failed and at you all, failed them, at and all. then you make it in? Yeah. Hmm. I think that was an episode of Hey Arnold. So that was Sean's greatest accomplishment just then. <laughs> that reference of Hey Arnold, it's true. That was pretty great. That metaphor right there. <laughs> I think it's really interesting just to sort of take an emotional, holistic approach to this. I don't, I don't want to be defined by like any one thing that I've done because any one thing has been the sum of everything that came before it hmm. and everybody that helped us get there. And mm -hmm. so I guess it could be super cheesy and say what we're proudest of is the community that we've built around us or the opportunities that we've taken um, or maybe just convincing ourselves that we we could do these things that we're doing. You know, we, we could go work for the bank or we could move to downtown or we could, you know, start playing music on stage again or we could make this jump here, make this jump there. We went vegan for a while. That was, that was really, really difficult. <laughs> um, but ultimately, I think just getting here, at here like holistically, like where we are, you know, with our education, with our finances and our families and our communities, just seeing the sum of all those things is pretty incredible. Just. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's definitely a newer thing. Uh, I remember speaking to uh, it was he was a mentor of mine in my early twenties, and how he would how he said that he he was uh, not not that much older. He was he was older, like maybe early fifties, and he was like, you know, there aren't many people in my life that encourage me. Like he was telling that to mm. to me, you know, that 
like 30 years younger than him. And now I'm 32, and yet there's these like fantastic people in my life that I get to share community with, you know? And I, I don't know how much, because when you say like your greatest success or whatever, like it's like your contribution. I don't know how much of that was me or whatever, but like just I feel extremely fortunate and proud to be, to have these people in my life that are in our lives that encourage us so strongly, you know? Mm. Uh, to say, hey, yeah, go for it. You know, you want like you want to move to to England. You want to go for a software company. You want to yeah, you want to go after these things. Do it. Um, mm -hmm. it to to have that, and it's only getting stronger. You know, like that's I'm I'm pretty proud of that, mm -hmm. and uh, and hope my hope is that I do that for other people too, and that other people feel encouraged and feel know that I support them too. Um, so that that would that would be mine to kind of piggyback off that. Yeah. You're only as great as the community that's around you that's there to support you and be with you. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely feel that. No, that's really good. Yeah. Um yeah. I think we get I think we get lost on this like trying to be like Steve Jobs thing or like, you know, trying to be this one solo person <laughs> but without without realizing that uh just that 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 person had people connected with them. Right. And, mm -hmm. and had, there were people that encouraged that person along the way, too. And I'm, I'm totally fine with being that encourager, being the one saying, hey, dude, you killed it. Good job. You're here to bring the American ideal of individualism down. Wow. <laughs> uh, no. That's, that's a little anarchist. <laughs> Two o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> Talking about eight. Um, <laughs> no, not necessarily. Um, I, I just think our expectations, uh, there, there's a lot of fear of missing out that you can have. You know, like if you're not this certain ideal of a certain thing, I'm not in this job role, I'm not doing this. But yet you're missing one of the most fundamental aspects of hum humanity, which is community. Hmm. And uh, to have that now in my life is really, I'm really uh, thankful, really proud of that. Hmm. Yeah, That's really good. So, no, I'm not tearing down American idealism. <laughs> okay, good. Individual. Just wanted to clarify that. <laughs> Don't put us on any lists. Uh, no. <laughs> wow. Well, if, okay, second question. Yep. If you could tell first day at Point of Rental Sean and mm -hmm. first day at Point of Rental Sarah one piece of advice to be successful as a pointer, mm -hmm. what would that be? Go talk to Eric Pugh when your keyboard stops working because he'll just steal somebody else's keyboard for you. <laughs> Eric should go to that. <laughs> um, For thievery? No. I think it would be to ask the right questions of the right people. You know, you, you don't have to know everything, but you get the opportunity to learn how to adjust what you present to get the results that you need. And I think that's an incredible life skill. It's an incredible soft skill. Yeah. And um, mm -hmm. I think being here sort of in this period of transition has been such an excellent opportunity for me to learn to trust myself and trust my instincts, but as well as to trust my team, you know, and to mm -hmm. uh, and just to, to figure out how to get results in different ways with different people. That's good. Yeah, mine would be definitely ask more questions and take more people to lunch. Yeah, because there's a lot of um, 
I don't know, you get, you get kind of stuck in like the day-to-day ritual of everything, like kind of like the habit of the day and you go through. Right. And uh, there's a lot of people that are just, just golden at this company, you know, that even just outside of their knowledge base, like are just fantastic humans in general, <laughs> you know, um, like Earl and his art and, you know, like so many others. It's just, yeah, there's, uh, there's, a, lot, there's a lot here. So even beyond just the point of rental right. side and the software side. Mm-hmm. There's and so many more sides to a person than just their software side. Right. Yeah. yeah the work side. Yeah. It's like building. I, I, it's not even politics, right? You know, it's not. It's not going to lunch with the right people. It's yeah. just. Mm-hmm. It's just that infrastructure of how things work together in here, and, and you know, finding finding your team outside of your team, right? You know, mm-hmm. the people that you can count on for your other needs, emotional needs and, and things like that. Keyboard needs. Keyboard needs. <laughs> <laughs> Very important. Like, Sarah, why is it so hard to read your emails? It's like the T, K, and M keys don't work, so I'm trying to find different words to use. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, E is an overused vowel anyway. <laughs> don't need E. <laughs> um, now, I know that when I've done interviews before, I often feel insecure that I've to my own horn, um, just a wee bit too much. Um, so I thought it'd be nice to give you all an opportunity to express your humility and your humanity by telling of your most embarrassing moment as a pointer. Oh, as a pointer. Ooh. Okay, so Besides I had a, my British accent. Again, <laughs> it's pretty rough. Um, <laughs> I had a credit card issue. It was it was like a rough day. I was you know working in the support queue, which is just like when you're starting out. It's it's just a lot of information and a lot of demands on, you know, just kind of your soft skills and your technical knowledge. And I had a credit card issue and Wayne was standing there and he was like, well, this is what the issue was. And I was just so mad. And I looked at him and I was like, I'm not wrong. (laughs) And he just looked at me and walked away. And I was like, cool, I'm going to jump out the window. Oh no, I have a better one. I do have a better one than that. (laughs) So like work related, that was horrifying. I kind of ended up being correct, but I definitely didn't approach it the correct way. Alternatively, um, I got food poisoning and threw up in the bathroom, and then I tried to flush, and the toilet overflowed. Oh, no. And that was definitely my most embarrassing work. <laughs> I just threw those shoes away, dude. Oh, like, gosh. <laughs> Kathy walked in. And she's like, are you okay? And I said, I'm just going to go lay down in the parking lot. <laughs> it, was, it was a good day. It was a great day. I'm yeah, still here. Yeah, you're still here. FedEx yeah. guy drove around me. It was great. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, you literally meant lay out in the parking I, lot. I did, yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wasn't ready to come back. It was <laughs> Catch some sun. Mm-hmm. You know? So sorry. Terminally, it's great. Uh, I think I can't top that. I can't. um, Mine. I I sat down on my desk and my pants ripped, like all the way down the left side. Nice. Yeah, Yeah, that was great. Animal crackers in the. And really, I need to stop eating the animal crackers. (laughs) (laughs) Like I sat and I just heard the. I was like, oh no. And so, and when you're a man, you can't just like tie your sweater around your waist. No, that's what I did. I used my blazer. (laughs) (laughs) I just just tied my blazer. He's man enough to tie his blazer. Yeah, they knew what was going on, but they didn't have to see his legs. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, yeah, yeah. So that's what was happening on uh, on that day. (laughs) Wow. Um. So let's say that, um, 
one of those embarrassing moments is illegal now. It's illegal to throw up in the toilet. It's illegal to rip your pants oh, at no. work. It's very unfortunate. Um, <laughs> and the Homeland Security guy saw you, and now you're on death row. Like, that uh-huh. level of illegal. Um, wow. I know it, it sucks, but it's where we are. Hey, um, yeah. And so now you have to choose your last meal. What would you choose? Oh, wow. I have Crohn's, so I throw up at work pretty often. Um, so my last meal would have to be gluten-free. I'm going to go with, or maybe if I'm on death row, I could just eat the bread. And well, yeah. Yeah. I mean. Going to go with the bread then. <laughs> What's your last meal? Carbs. Lasagna. Lasagna. I just imagine the doctor looking at the report being like, no, don't do it. <laughs> like, like running in slow motion as they're giving you the meal. <laughs> Maybe I would die before I got to the chair. Like, just suckers. <laughs> <laughs> like the last one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if I had... <laughs> so the question is, if ripping your pants <laughs> becomes illegal to the point of going to death row... What would I want my last meal to be? Yes. Okay. Uh, I would want an entire plate full of Arby's curly fries because I love Arby's curly fries quite a bit. Okay. Yeah. Do you play with them at all before and you eat them? Free. No, no, no. I just go straight to work. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just gotta, gotta eat them. Yeah. Okay. Wow. I'm, uh, I guess I'm not as uh, anti-establishment as you. Take that, Mr. Man. The man. I'm gonna go out on a loaf of Sara Lee, man. <laughs> Just white bread, <laughs> like a duck. Yeah, yeah. Oh gosh, that's a weird image, but yep. <laughs> um, okay, we're almost halfway. We're over halfway done with these um, questions oh, here. I know. <laughs> um, question five: If you could change one thing about yourself, what would it be? I think I'd like to be taller. I mean, I'm I'm not really? I'm not short, but everybody thinks I'm smaller than I am. Like it's a problem. Like I'm I'm five six. That's taller than the national average. I'm French and Japanese, so that's like exceptionally tall for a French Japanese person. That's true. And everybody's break, like, "Oh, you Sarah, you're like five one. Come get in this cabinet on the floor for me." <laughs> <laughs> Have you considered never saying those words again? <laughs> was it Was it your dad? He was like my dad five, was five two one. And a wish, right? His his driver's was... license said five two, but that's because he had his cowboy boots on. <laughs> wow, <laughs> he's a tiny little man. Yeah. <laughs> my grandmother's four eight, so we have this this picture from my cousin's wedding where it, I'm standing in the back of all the cousins, and it looks like I'm standing on a stair, and I was wearing heels, but like legitimately a, a full head taller than just about everybody. It's hysterical. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that was yeah. Okay, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> We found some old pictures of my uh, great grandfather, and he was like seven foot four. Like, it was like <laughs> complete he, he would have given Nate Kim run for his money. Like, yeah, it was. Wow. Uh, yeah, I have the picture somewhere. I'll have to, I'll have to show you. It's yeah, it's bizarre. But yeah, it, it did not land with me though. That, that, that Portuguese stock. <laughs> no, the Portuguese stock just shrinks everybody down. So it's like I'm, I'm the tall one in my family by like a considerable amount. Sean is kind of the short one in his family. So with That's our true. with our daughter, it's like a roll of the dice. We're like, oh, we have no idea. <laughs> we know she's gonna like rice. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we. That's what we always say, right? Yeah. When uh, when they say how cute she is. 
Like, well, we're both kind of goofy looking, so it, it, it worked out okay. Oh. <laughs> it evened out. It does, yeah. Um, if I'd change anything, I would, uh, I, I would get a better beard. So, like, if define better, like where it could be, like, um, oh gosh, like like that sh- like that show Vikings. <laughs> Where it could I know get out, of Vikings. It could get yes. out to like there. Like if I get any further past this, then it's just. And what's your beard at right now for our podcast listeners? My, <laughs> uh, out of ten, that's like out of six. <laughs> six out of ten. <laughs> well, I, I don't know how to compare it. What what it would be? At. I was, yeah, I'll say it's, it's, it's a six out of ten. I, I want it to be a ten out of ten podcast. Listeners. He wants it to be sternum length. Yeah. Yeah. Just for a bit. <laughs> just for a bit. I don't know if I'd be able to sell software with that, though. Mm. Probably wouldn't be acceptable. But just think of all the animal crackers you could, like, stick in it, though. <laughs> you could have your own little ready. animal farm. Yeah, only the good ones. Just right there. <laughs> my animal farm inside my beard. <laughs> well, um, okay, question six. Tell me something that's true that almost nobody agrees with you on. Can we go back to question five? Just oh, for always. Okay. One thing I found fascinating is they asked that same question to supermodels. Oh, all of them had something they wanted to change. Like every single one. Like, oh, I'd move my nose like this. Oh, I would do this with my, you know. Hmm. And it's like, when I heard that, I was just like, no, forget it, man. I'm just going to accept like what I got. <laughs> like if supermodels feel that way, man, okay. Hmm. I'm just going to complain about my beard and just call it a day. I just don't want to have to pick stuff up off the floor. <laughs> <laughs> That's one thing you would change. <laughs> That's interesting that when you hear that question, you automatically think of physical features that you right. can change about oh, yourself. Yeah. I am so shallow. <laughs> no, no, no. That's not. No, I think I'm the shallow one. You, you wanted uh, like something to help you in your day. <laughs> like, this will help my interpersonal communication. And Sean's like, no, nah, I'm the best. <laughs> hey, I need to grow. You're right. This has been very, this has been very enlightening for me, guys. Oh, I'm glad. I appreciate it. <laughs> Things to think about. Um... Question six. Yes? Yes. Okay. Um, tell me something that's true that almost nobody agrees with you on. It's almost completely useless to vote in national elections. Local politics is where it's at. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do we want to dive into this? No. Nope. Okay. 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 We'll just leave it at that. Yeah, okay. Just leave it at that. So we're going to have all these angry <laughs> messages on her. <laughs> Uh, should we give them your email, Sarah? Yeah, her personal email is... Sarah at... <laughs> is Wayne at... <laughs> yes. Oh, dear. Sean, oh. how about you? I don't know if I can stop that one. Uh, what is something... Oh, oh. Uh, I don't know if anyone disagrees with me about this. Uh, Chuck E. Cheese is basically a, a children casino. Ooh, I... Pizza rat, child it's, casino. <laughs> he is a pizza rat and it's a child casino. <laughs> there are those that defend Chuck E. Cheese and I do not agree. You well, know what the great thing about Chuck E. Cheese is though? Is it is the pizza tastes exactly the same now as it did when you were six years old. Yeah, mm. yeah. Like there, there is no expectation management there. It just mm-hmm. is what it is. You know what you're getting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what you're getting is Chuck E. Cheese. Pure cardboard. Is mm-hmm. this going to be understood internationally? I... Yeah, are there, there, are there Chuck E. Cheese's in uh, Andrew shaking his head now? Oh. Huh. Okay. Uh, I mean, I, I've only, I spent three days and yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> what, what else in the UK? Yeah, just make that your mission to have your own um, Chuck E. Cheese in the UK. 
Oh, Which like we could start the first franchise? franchise. You know one thing I was surprised by? Uh, TGI Fridays is in Reading. They have a TGI Fridays, like right down the street from the Point Rail office. And Andrew's like nodding, like yes, like excitedly. Like, did Andrew, did you go to TGI? They're everywhere. There's always in them. Wow. That works for me because my grandma sends me a TGI Fridays gift card every year for my birthday. And you can keep getting it. <laughs> okay, now, now I'm at least vaguely part of the conversation. There's a conspiracy about Chuck E. Cheese that... Uh, when people don't finish their pizzas, they take them back into the kitchen and just um, put them, put those slices together with other slices and reserve it. And like pe- people have taken pictures and it's all over the internet. Like, oh, I shouldn't have clicked on that. Like, look at this. Like, oh, that's the different sizes. <laughs> that's why I just pull all the <laughs> no! toppings off and shove them into no! my face. <laughs> so that nobody can reuse them? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's the best part of the pizza anyway. It's just a gallon of pepperoni juice. <laughs> Oh. Well, I think that an upcoming lunch may have to lead to an investigation. Of yeah, us. Uh, we're all going to go to Chuck E. Cheese. We'll have to borrow some children because you can't get in there without oh, kids. That's true. <laughs> Can you do bring your child to work day? Yeah, yeah I think Ruben we'll, we'll is short enough. Ruben, Ruben. Like, we'll just... <laughs> you have to shave beard though. I feel like he'd that, be in for it. That feels like that came out of a, a hurt place in your heart <laughs> because other people said that you were five one. It's because I'm taller than Ruben and nobody believes me. That's another thing. It's true and no one believes it. No one believes it. I'm taller than Ruben. And there are two different kinds of animal crackers and one is better than the other. <laughs> For those of you wondering, Ruben is one of our sales guys here yeah. with a fantastic beard. Now, he has a great uh, English accent. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Just top notch. <laughs> and you're saying no. Depends on how you define great. And English. And English. <laughs> And English, that's true. He has a great accent. What kind? It's an accent. <laughs> so, um, who is the next pointer that I should interview on this podcast? Ooh. Ruben. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he has to defend so himself can, against yeah. yeah. Listen, I am taller <laughs> and I'm going to go through all of my accents on this podcast. Oh, How long do we have? <laughs> you know what the first name that came to mind was Ryland? Ryland, yeah. Yeah, oh, Ryland's He's so good. So much Ryland. fun to talk to you. Th- yeah. Like, surface Ryland. No, no offense to anybody else. He, like, initially meeting Ryland, he's he's such, like, got this calm, knowledgeable, warm presence. But, like, when you start building a relationship with Ryland, like, just built upon the things that you go through together, um, just getting to see, like, what a beautiful, thoughtful person he is and, like, just how much he cares about like the product and the client and kind of just what the heart of point of rental is. Um, and the way that he approaches things is just absolutely amazing. Absolutely. Yeah. Good to know. I will and, make note of that. And who also has a voice like, like an angel. Singing Mike, Mike Weimer. Mm-hmm. I've never heard him sing, but I bet. He... I will pay you 10 bucks if you can get Mike if you Weimer get him to, to sing. sing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll double that. This is going on record. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Deal. <laughs> And Mike is like, can I get that money? No, Mike. You're, you're, you're no royalties. No royalties. <laughs> wow. Well, thank you both for chatting today. It's been a delight talking to you both. Same here. Um, we should do it more. Go to Chuck E. Cheese or something. Oh, let's do it. Yes. Test their pizza. <laughs> um, and to you, Pointers listening, um, send them some love this week. Stop by their desk. Give them a high five. Send them a photo of your favorite... Animal cracker. Animal cracker. (laughs) (laughs) Send them a photo of your favorite animal cracker and let them know that you care. I hope this podcast encourages you to reach out to your fellow pointers around you. Get to know them, go to lunch with them, and share your stories. You never know what you may learn. 
Thanks for listening today. We'll keep the porch light burning for you.